and welcome back to Newswire. I'm Anya O'Boyle and I'm joined today by Aoife O'Brien, Kira Lachlan and Rosha McGaw. On today's show, Catherine Kane, DCU's Society Officer, tells us about the current engagement in societies in DCU. A DCU student from Belfast describes her worries if a hard border is implemented. Are Irish, board, are Irish universities adapting in making food services more eco-friendly? And finally, a lowdown on DCU's Refugee Week. But first, we have our hourly news bulletin. The Workplace Relations Commission has invited nursing unions to new talks after the HSE estimate that 50,000 people will be affected by tomorrow's strike. As part of an escalation of the dispute, the strike on Tuesday will affect people with appointments for rehabilitation and respite services. The Psychiatric Nurses Association are also escalating their campaign by increasing their scheduled 12-hour ban on overtime to a 24-hour ban on both Wednesday and Thursday. The PNA are also due to hold three consecutive days of strike action on February 12th, 13th and 14th at the same time as the Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation. German Chancellor Angela Merkel is calling for a creative compromise to ally concerns over the future of the Irish border arrangements. British Prime Minister Theresa May is seeking legally binding changes to the withdrawal agreement with the EU to replace the Northern Irish backstop. The backstop, which aims to prevent the reintroduction of a hard border on the island of Ireland, would keep the UK in a common customs area with the EU in the absence of a future trade agreement. While Dr Merkel said she did not want the so-called withdrawal agreement renegotiated, she said there are options for, for preserving the integrity of the single market without Northern Ireland while still avoiding hard border controls. Banks that overcharged their customers have paid out €647 million Euro so far in compensation as part of the tracker mortgage examination. The central bank has revealed that an additional 1,400 customers have been affected by the scandal, which saw customers being overcharged when they were either denied a tracker rate they were entitled to or charged the wrong rate of interest. This brings the total of affected customers to 39,800. However, the majority of customers have now received an offer of redress and compensation. And finally, the HSE, Bank of Ireland and New Ireland Assurance are refusing to print FABA's unofficial records according to TV producer Kieran O'Quifig. The Data Protection Commission are investigating a complaint by O'Quifig against the HSE after hospital staff told him that they could not include FABA's on his name. This comes two weeks after the National Transport Authority said that it can't print FABA's on leap cards due to technical limitations. The Data Protection Commission is now reportedly in touch with European counterparts and Ireland's language commissioner to try to determine an official stance on the father. That's all for now. You can keep up to us on Facebook and Twitter at DCU FM News. This year, Trinity College Dublin saw a decrease in their engagement in engagement in their clubs and societies. The University Times reported that the head of clubs and societies Heads of clubs and societies were seeing less students attending events and engaging in society life. They felt it was due to the introduction of semesterisation of exams, which previously had not existed in Trinity. The Irish Times reported on an open letter sent from the students to the college that complained that they failed to execute a proper system 
and put students in a worse off position. We're going to chat to Catherine Kane, the Society's Officer for DCU Students' Union, to see what she thinks about the balance between exams and the importance of clubs and societies. So um, we're going to ask Catherine, how, how would you measure engagement in DCU clubs and societies? Can you hear it? Can you hear me? Hello? Catherine? Hello? Hiya. Um, so Hiya. Uh, we're just going to ask, how, how would you measure engagement with DC clubs and societies? Like, how do you get feedback from Well, obviously from, like, the freshers prayer and the refreshers prayer. Um, we can see by membership sign-up. Um, and then it's kind of the people coming up to you, people asking you questions, emailing you about certain societies, and then people actually attending events. So they're kind of how we measure that interaction with societies from students. Um, and obviously each one of those, because at Fresher Fair, obviously a lot of people will sign up for things, especially in first year, and feel they kind of want to sign up for everything. And then we see kind of by the attendance at certain events and then at refreshes there who's signing up again. And then especially the second, third and fourth years, you get to see who's signing up for the same society, which is amazing to see. And so how is this year's engagement with clubs and societies in comparison to other years in DCU? Well, I think first year engagement has been really high this year. And especially with first year reps. Um, we had a lot of people running for first year reps for societies, which was an amazing, amazing thing to witness. The first year really, really felt passionate about these societies. Um, and then again, with Refreshers Fair, we had to see more of those first years that didn't sign up, signing up again. Um, but then we also, I feel with first years, we had a meeting with SLC and we wanted to kind of engage with first year reps. And so that's kind of what we did. We had a coffee morning. We're holding another one this semester. And all first-year reps came together. And, like, within 30 minutes, they were all down in a new bar making events with each other to try and, like, encourage every society to be kind of joined together. Um, so I think those kind of things really have shown us the interest in societies this year, which is amazing to see. And the Amidst Society being set up this year is phenomenal. And we get to see people really, really passionate about certain societies that they want to see in DCU. Okay, and do you think that exams interfere with the engagement in clubs and socks? Do you see a drop-off around Christmas time and towards the end of the year? Yeah, I think that that two-month December and January really can affect societies. Um, and you'll see like a lull, even from the committee, because obviously they have exams and stuff like that. So everyone's kind of in a lull. Um, and I find that that can be very difficult. I don't know whether that will change when the exams go to December because people will kind of be studying in November, December. So that two months is gone and then January is still your Christmas holiday. So you're still missing out on three months now, more so than two months. Um, so hopefully it doesn't affect it as much, but I feel that can have a consequence on these clubs and societies which are trying to um, be an, uh, an outbreak basically for people that are studying and, and very exam focused so there's somewhere to go and kind of breathe and it's something they enjoy a lot so I think that will kind of have an effect on societies next year especially with clubs with training time and I think people just don't really have the time anymore unfortunately okay well thank you very much that's all I have to ask for you this evening no worries thank you so much girls alright bye bye
Where Ireland will stand when a Brexit deal is decided is still somewhat unknown. The possibility of a no-deal Brexit brings with it the possibility of a hard border. This possibility is frightening for the whole island and can be especially worrying for northern students studying in the Republic. I spoke to Louise McLarnon, a first-year DCU student from Belfast, about the future for Northern Irish students studying in the Republic. You know, every car would have to stop, everybody would have to get their IDs, especially on somewhere like a bus where every single person will have to get um, checks for IDs and all that. And it's just the thought of being delayed even further when it used to be only just two hours. is just really depressing to think about. Yeah, because it is, it is very close, isn't yeah. it? I mean, I think we got a bus there before, I'm pretty sure it was only an hour and a half, two hours. It's very... Yeah. Handy. But yeah, so um, has DCU notified you of any changes that may be implemented uh, once the UK leave? Um, not as yet. Um, there, we were kind of worried that once Brexit goes through, would we have to pay the full EU or non-EU fees, yes. which are in the tens of thousands, which is just impossible for us to pay. But... Um, they have said that no, our fees, because we're currently enrolled, our fees are just going to stay. Okay, so anyone, so. so anyone who is currently enrolled, it will stay for the remainder. Yeah. And do you know anything about people who say maybe first year's coming in next year? What the I story for them will be? I think first year's coming in next year are getting the 3,000, but after yeah. that they're going to have to assess what is going to happen, whether they are going to charge like the free fees that everybody else gets here or whether it's going to be the non-EU fees. Okay, and do you worry about just life in Belfast um, if a hard border is implemented? Yeah, I do, because um, obviously I have two jobs, one in Dublin for the student ambassadors and the other one is in Belfast. So, I mean, if we're talking four hours, then... You know, I work on a Friday and Saturday, whereas I'm going to have to give up the Friday night because I just can't work that one anymore. Um, where I work as well is I work um, in a museum, so we're very tourist dependent. Okay, yeah. So if a hard border goes through, people aren't going to come up, so I could potentially lose my job up there just because we're not going to have tourists coming in. So it is a real worry about do I stay down here or can I go home? And do you think there's any kind of issue or like worry about safety at home if the hard border came through? Um, there, there is a kind of worry whether we are facing potentially the troubles again. Yeah. You know, there has been bombings and stuff gone off recently up in Derry. So there is kind of, are we going to have to go through this again? Because no, nobody wants, yeah, nobody wants it to happen. But it looks like. It could happen, especially if, like, Stormont has been out of government for two years now. So we've been without a government for two years. So it looks like we might just have have to go back to direct rule, and that is pretty frightening to think about. Definitely. Just going back to kind of DCU and stuff, do you um, do you think this will discourage kind of, I, th- I suppose, both sides? I mean, it might discourage students um, from the north coming down here and it will definitely I'd say discourage any students who want to maybe go to Queen's or go to any of the universities in Northern Ireland Yeah, I mean they, we are having a hard time trying to get students from Northern Ireland down here there is the Macaulay Scholarship but um, 
obviously it's not really being a field of you know there's 40 places and i'm sorry what is that scholarship it's uh if you get two a's and b at a level yeah. you get a thousand euro and oh, a guaranteed right. place and, and is that just in dcu is it just in dcu okay. yeah because it's due with um chancellor mcleese and um we had this year was our biggest year with five people okay. taking that up so and there is sorry what were you saying there is 40 places there's 40 places yeah oh so only people aren't taking people, them so people aren't taking them like there was only five Places and it would still be cheaper year. because the what are the fees now? Say if you were to go to Queens, it's about eight. Am I right? It's, it's about eight grand, no, is it? It's four thousand pounds. Oh, okay. I was thinking four thousand pounds. I was thinking it was much dearer, right? Yeah. But so then it'd still be cheaper here, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was. So I'm paying about two and a half thousand. Oh yeah. Which like you That's know, not too bad. Yeah. Whenever you factor it up year on year. Yeah. And it's like a quarter of the price in England because England's nine thousand. That's what so, I was thinking. Yeah, of. England's nine. nine They're really so, dear, aren't they? Like. I still sometimes wonder, like, two and a half versus nine, yeah. and yet more people seem to take a more expensive option, yeah. but, no, I just think, like, so few people are coming down that it's just maybe going to discourage them Definitely, from coming yeah. down. Well, I mean, especially if you're saying it's going to take now four hours to, I mean, hopefully it won't, but, you know, if it was to take four hours to go home instead of the two, I think people would definitely be discouraged. Yeah, like, there's people, like, um... There's a guy I know who lives in Larkfield who, um, he lives in Derry, so it takes him four hours to get home because he goes Belfast, or Dublin to Belfast, and then and Belfast then to, to Derry, because yeah. that's the quickest route, and, like, if it's taking four hours for him at the minute, what's a hot water going to do? It's going to add an extra few hours that, well, if somebody from Derry, they're just going to turn around and say no yeah i'm not going to bother coming down or if they do you're just going to have to live in dublin you're not going to get an opportunity to go home dublin city university have developed the first ever designated interry route to primary teaching for deaf irish language users the program which was formally launched by the minister for education and skills joe McHugh will be introduced on a pilot basis from September, with subsequent intakes of students scheduled for 2023 onwards. Entry to the course is exclusively for members of the deaf community who wish to become primary school teachers working in the deaf education sector. However, core modules will be delivered along with hearing peers in the B.Ed programme, with modules specific to deaf education delivered as a specialism. It will enable deaf children who use Irish Sign Language in primary school to fully access the curriculum by having teachers who are fluent ISL users. Some deaf education specific modules will also be made available as electives to hearing student teachers, opening the world of teaching not only for young people who use Irish Sign Language, but also for people who want to teach through sign. The degree programme, which is a four-year full-time undergraduate course, will also include a 30-week school placement. Meat consumption in Western countries such as Ireland may need to drop by 90% to prevent a climate catastrophe and reverse the current obesity epidemic a new study has warned. The research was published in Lancet Medical Journal and it suggests the global food system is unsustainable and driving the planet towards environmental destruction and it leaves billions of people either underfed or overweight.
It calls for a radical reduction in the consumption of meat and dairy in favour of plant-based alternatives. Agriculture currently occupies about 40% of global land and food production is responsible for up to 30% of global greenhouse gas emissions and 70% of freshwater use. In order to encourage its reference diet, the study has suggested the implementation of a tax on meat products and production. They also recommend a reference diet which would see the average consumption of beef, lamb and pork to be limited to just 7 grams a day, that's less than one meatball, and chicken